Hello guys and welcome to this fantastic interview that was brought to you from the Mile of Smiles. I want to say a huge thank you to the organisers uh, Shropshire Festivals for inviting us along so that we could set up a studio for the whole day and we got so many amazing interviews, one of which you're about to hear. If you would like to support the Shrewsbury Biscuit, um, you can check out our website, which is the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. All of our episodes are available on there. And um, you can also support us on social media. We are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. I want to say a huge thank you to my family and my supporters and the Biscuiteers that I saw on that day as well for giving me your support and your, your help. Setting up the studio was so much fun, but a lot of hard work. We covered a lot of miles, but so did so many other people. This event was exactly what was needed to illustrate what Shrewsbury can do. So anyway, without further ado, here is the interview that you're about to hear. Take it away, Alex and Leon. Enjoy the interview and I'll catch you on the other side. to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, Alex Whiteley here with my today co-host, Mr. Leon Whiteley. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're coming to you from the Mile of Smiles. You can hear the great music in the background. Um, the atmospherics here are just fantastic today. Amazing. I'm having such a great day. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking to one of the first poets I went up on stage. Very brave. Up there straight away. Were you first? Yeah, I was yeah, first. Wow. I opened up. I felt really bad because uh, we were interviewing at the time, so I couldn't pay attention to what you were saying, but I would have loved to have been there. So I thought, I'm going to reach out to this guy and invite him to come on and talk about your story um, um, and where poetry has taken you and where from. So um, thank you for joining me, Ellis. Ellis Unchained. Yeah, thank right. you for having me, buddy. Yeah, so where have you, where have you come from today? Right, I've come from Willinor, um, by Warsaw, oh, Wolverhampton, okay. sort of way. I'm right. sort of a town in between... Warsaw and Wolverhampton. I don't think anybody wants us. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Jill, who's the lady with the yellow T-shirt and the pink hat, she's been walking around. She's a friend of ours. Um, I work with her, and she was like, "Oh, he's talking about Warsaw. That's where I'm from." She was like, "Oh, you mentioned something um, about Warsaw." And she, she, she was like, oh, "It's so nice to see it, hear the accent." She's moved from Warsaw, living here. Yes. And it's one of those accents I imagine you hear, and you're just like, "Oh, this reminds me of home." Of course. You know. That's it, would it? Uh, so. What, tell us a bit about you then. Um, you know, where does where do you step into poetry? Well, it's quite a, f- a funny story, really, mate. So I I left the forces in 2015. Yeah. I was an infantry soldier, and after uh, I'd say six months of leaving, I got diagnosed with PTSD, OCD, and a generalised anxiety disorder, and. I'd never written anything before. Um, recently, my wife's had to sort of teach me how to spell and write, basically. Okay, That's how okay. I've come into it at a very low level, should I say, and it it saved my life, would it? The, what right, I do now, you. and this is the message that I'm trying to spread, it's, I said on stage, it's quite unorthodox, my approach to mental health, but it, it's worked for me, and... 
and this is the message I'm trying to spread. It's very poignant that you're here because uh, all, all the money that's been raised today is going towards climbing out who help a lot of people with PTSD and yes. uh, dealt, with, dealt with trauma. Um, so that's, that's very fitting. Did you know about climbing out beforehand or did you learn about I mentioned them on stage because yeah. I went on and I, I had a look at what we do section and they say something on there and they say it's about coming to terms with the past and sort of what I want to do with Unchained Wisdom because Unchained Wisdom is my, my platform, my website that I publish all my poetry Okay. and I'd like to take it a little bit further because I feel with like the system that we live in today with mental health we sort of get to a it's gotten worse. Uh, yeah, it definitely got worse, buddy. Yeah. And I feel but we get to this sort of point now, and the, the doctors and so on, I'll be like, that's it, you're good enough for work now, go and crack on. And I feel like a lot of people, it kicks them back a few steps once them, and I want to sort of help people to see that we've got to, we've got to sort of imprint a new mindset, should I say, because. Yeah. We're wired, let's not face it, from school, from reception, from leaving high school to then going into work. And I'd just like to sort of show people that we can sort of rewire the way we think. Yeah, and there's a misconception about mental health as well, that you go and you get your mental health fixed and that's it, you know? But I think one of the greatest phrases, I can't word it for word for word because it's quite rude, but one of my favourite shows is Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. And there's a phrase there where, where they go to see the, the therapist and she's like, well, uh, mental health is like one of those mundane things like wiping your backside, brushing your teeth. It's one of those things that you don't want to do, but you've got to. You've got to keep doing it. Otherwise, you know, uh, you, like you just said, you'll get fix your mental health, got that to work, and then you're back to stage one, right? Exactly. And this is what I'm trying to sort of Put it this way, my mental health, say, three years ago was tatters. I'd spend weeks in bed, curtains closed, crying, losing my temper. Yeah. And when I... The, my first poem I ever wrote was called Free Me Bramble. And I'm not, if, I'm not sure if you're aware. Are you aware of Canic Chase? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Canic Chase. Obviously, it's only down the road, yeah, really. Yeah, of course, yeah. I went there and I was going to commit suicide and that's deep yeah well this yeah. is the thing I've, I can talk about this quite I had a little twinge in my heart then when I said it but we've got to find the strength to look at you now you're here yes exactly and yeah. I, I want to find people to find that strength to talk about these things mm. because as you know especially with men we tough blokes we, we don't want to talk about <laughs> men yeah, yeah of course yeah. but it's once I'd wrote that poem, and it was, it was all over the shop. I'd, I'd went back to my because the notebook was basically for a note, and I ended up going back to my wife, crying my eyes out, telling her what I was just planning on doing, and I showed her the poem, and straight away she was like, she gave me a hug, and then looked at the poem again and was like, you've spelt this wrong, you've. <laughs> and I was like, thanks for that, Bob, but. That was where it was a big turning point for me, and I'd already started touching upon meditation and sort of a spiritual side because before the army buddy, I had no sense of spirituality whatsoever. Yeah, mm. I'm the same, exactly the same. And I've got to say, I was because um, yesterday because we were at the Battle of Shrewsbury yesterday, another event, and. Nice. Um, 
Sometimes when I come to these events, when I go to do an interview, I suffer from social anxiety, right? Which is crazy for a guy who's like, hey, look at me, I'm the Choose Your Biscuit guy, right? Yeah. Um, but like, in, in, like, I was just looking for uh, the guy who runs, um, uh, what's it called, uh, Get Your Wiggle On. The guys were just singing just then. Yes. I was looking for the guy. And I didn't want to meander through the, 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 the crowds and stuff. I kind of just snuck behind the stage. And thought, oh, it's not here. I'm going for it. You know, um, sometimes I have a little bit of a panic, you know? Yes. And one of, one of the ways I, I kind of solved that was through meditation in a way that I go in the shower, I start off warm, and I gradually get in colder and colder and colder until it's literally all the way down, freezing cold. And the reward is you breathe through that, you breathe through it, and the reward is that, that you can turn it back up again, you have it warm. Yes. And I was like, you know, I didn't believe in any of me- meditation and, and that kind of spirituality, but learning from the biscuit, speaking to people that do, um, learning the army method, the is it the four, six breathing method? You breathe in yes before out for six that kind of re, you yes. know changes your your the way you're thinking and it's it's really important stuff to learn right it, very much so because when we take because i believe now especially because of how we live we, we're like this we're, like, we're hunched over our shoulders and hunched our, our stomachs and especially blows. creased. yes yes definitely and we don't breathe deep enough and funny you're talking about the cold showers because I don't have a warm shower anymore. No. I've not had a I've not had a hot shower for about a year and a half. Freezing cold, straight. And it's I'd, good, though, yeah, it? straight it wakes you up in the morning. Yes, of course it does. And it brings on a sort of a, a natural stress. It's like a, the way to describe. If you've never done this before, by the way, listeners, if you've never done an, what I've just said, the cold shower and stuff, I I, I have this the equivalent of a really good strong cup of coffee or an energy drink. It kind of wakes you up a bit and revitalises. Yeah, it does. You. It, it definitely does, buddy. The, in the, on a cellular level, it does so much for us. It it, it gets the blood flowing. It's it's good for the skin. It's good for the mind. And there's one thing: if anyone approaches me and says, "How have you got to this point so quick?" I'll always start with find yourself a good breathing method and it doesn't matter who's showing you who to do it, Wim Off and there's plenty of other people but freezing cold showers is one thing that I say get yourself into, try it. And um, I always use the analogy of Harry Potter, you know, when they take those the, the memories and stick it into that, that pool with a wand. Yes. That's what poetry, music and art does, right? So you take yes. all these, these dark feelings, these emotions. We were just speaking to, to, uh, to uh, Morris Malcolm. He was just playing some music for us. Yes. And he was saying, I don't write poetry, it just happens. That's true. And he's like, these are my life experiences. I've taken them and he put them onto a page or he's put into a song and they're gone almost. You know, yes. it's kind of relief. Of course. And that's what's happened with you, your poetry, yes, right? Yes, definitely. And this is why after after I come through, say, the worst of my mental health, and I was sort of felt at peace, and I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning, just naturally, but then I'd write five or six poems, and I was doing this every day for about four months, and like I said, I'd never written poetry before, and it was like... It was almost therapy. Yes, definitely, it was. I know how you feel because I don't know if you remember. I used to make music and stuff, like DJ music and stuff. Okay. And my people like my dad and stuff asked me to make them like intro music and stuff. It just made me feel better. To know people listen to it and stuff, it yes. make them feel a bit better. Well, well, this is what I believe life's what life's about. Now I find if you can just be kind and small to somebody in a day, it's a very similar thing. It's you don't know how many people you've helped. You just just from putting that poetry or that song out there, you could have helped thousands of people without knowing. But it's a chain. It's a chain. We we need to be doing this more as a society, mate. Great example. Right, we were driving through Shrewsbury just yesterday, 
and there's these kids that are walking along the side of the road they're just waving at all the cars going past they're, they're 14, 15 they're being silly 14, yes, 15 yeah. And I waved back, and they're like, ah, and they yes. waved back. And, 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 my, and my, Leon was like, uh, what, did you, what did you say? You're like, oh. Oh, like, like, do you like that? And yeah. You, you know, someone yeah. does that with their arm, and you beep for them, and they're happy. I was like, we just made that kid's day. Yes. It's something silly, but exactly. he's just he's happier now, you know? Um, well, this is the message I'll try and send there with my poetry and with my writing. Okay. It's, as, you, as you know, but amongst politics and corporations, then them then basically grinding us into the ground with yes. work and I, I want to sort of show people that there's there's more to life than what we think we know yeah. there's a hell of a lot more mate yeah just even being in nature just connecting with new people because when I left and if I hadn't took this sort of leap I won't be talking to you guys exactly. how are you doing good today? I'm doing great today, and as you was talking about social anxiety, I was only having a conversation. This is the biggest crowd I've been in since leaving the army, but I've took this on as a, a sort of a test and a challenge for my own mental health. Well, and then you went and got on stage. Yes, yes, and it, the first time I've ever been on a stage this big as well, buddy. I'm actually taking on the military at some point. I'm doing the, what's it called? The uniform services thing in oh, college. Yes. Oh, and I'm gonna when I'm 18 move on to the military. Okay. Same position as you were in. Okay. Well, I, after I leave, I'm probably gonna do the exact same thing as you. Okay. And I like, help other people out. Good. Well, if I was advising somebody of your age, buddy, I would. I'm gonna just say it. I wouldn't advise going in the army. Come on, sing with us. I, I, I really always, wouldn't. I've always said navy for you, and because navy is. It's an armed forces where you get to travel the world, you do learn the discipline, and of course it's difficult, like most armed forces, but the infantry is really hard. I mean, what you, yes. what you do, you turn you into a machine, right? You turn you into a machine. And that was really what s- one of my poems was about. Yeah. I, do you want, I can read crumbs under the carpet if you if you don't mind. Yeah, if you like to. It's totally up to you. This is Jill, by the way. I'll wave Jill over because from Warsaw. Um, I, I, I recognised his accent, yeah. so I uh, introduced myself. Yeah. We had a little chat earlier. <laughs> <laughs> We, we know what we're doing, right, Joe? We do, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, yeah, please, yeah. yeah we'll don't worry. Piece. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so this is Ellis Unchained. Um, um, I said on stage, this is probably the most negative poem of today, but I just want to sort of put it in words where I feel my mental health sort of crumpled if that makes sense, like a yeah. piece of paper. And this was, the, this was the turning point. It's called Crumbs Under the Carpet. The day dawned, the cat badge greased our palms. Contract burns into life, now in motion. Rage manifests by an app training, now it's begun. We scream, we elude that the sandbags are not real. Thrust and bludgeon, sand-filled scarecrows with steel. Standing, snarling in a bubble, with weapons attached to gun. High-pitched serenity, as explosions, I observe men. Standing by, boys within an instant. Loss of expression, tears rolling down eyes. Cracks appear, lakes of sanity evaporate to the skies. Drilled with compassion, integrity, then taught to end life. These join at will for a never-ending changing cause. They need greater care. There's more than meets the eye. 
the general public only sample crumbs from the pod. Cheers, William. Uh, I'm talking down the mic. I, turn, I turned all the mics down so we can get you. Um, that was amazing. And then, you know that it does. How's that for you reading that? And then these are these are attached to your emotions right now. Oh no! When when my wife seen that I was reading this, and she was like, "Am you going to be okay reading it?" <laughs> and I says, "If you'd asked me that 12 months ago, I'd say no." But today, yeah, you've gone over. You've gone over, over it now. Yes, 100. percent It's um, it's sort of feelings that again, it's it's in our mind. It's always going to be there. Yes, but this reason, but the reason I feel this used to bother me, is it was on repeat. It was on repeat, and what I've done, I've took it off repeat. You know, like your, your favourite film, you get bored of it, <laughs> put it away. Not so much anymore because DVDs and VHS is starting to um, disappear. <laughs> but, yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's like it's a one. It's a paradox, isn't it? With someone like uh, I don't know, like Green Day, for example, they wrote uh, "When September Ends," right? And that's a song that they don't like to play because it's very touchy, it's very yes. emotional. But yeah, it's an amazing song. So, yes, you want to attach your emotion to something in the most powerful way, yep. but at the same time, people are going to want to hear that over and over and over and over no. and over and over. Do you know what I mean? No. So, and it's easier every time you read something like that. Um, it does, and. I'll put that down to meditation, buddy. Yeah. I've done a hell of a lot of meditation and I, I make sure I do it every day. And the feelings that I've got, I see again what we talked about rewiring at the start, I have rewired how it triggers my emotional state. Yeah. And then my reaction to how, how that um, emotion makes me react. Yeah. Nice. And the reason I brought Jill here as well is because Jill, on stage, we were chatting to Jill when we were chatting, we were just about to record, and yeah. we heard you on stage, and she was like, oh, that's a Warsaw accent. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you as, 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 I, as I come originally from Warsaw, I spotted it straight away. Yes, you did. And I thought your stuff was very powerful. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was really nice. Very I appreciate it. Um, and when it comes to things that... Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to um, to things like this, community is really important, and this is why I brought Jill in here Good. because you're reaching out to a community. I mean, what impact has your your work had on others? Well, when you I first started, it was I didn't realise there was any impact, and then the more sort of little events I was doing, sort of just poetry events, and then I was getting people approaching me and saying thank you for that, and. And almost, I was asking thank you for what to start with, and yeah. and it, it, it's I've, it's um, it's changed a lot of people's outlooks. And I had a message on Facebook the other day from a lady, and she says what you're saying every day has literally made me think differently about life. Wow, that's fantastic! And it, no, and nice to think that you it, can change somebody's yeah, perception of and, something. And I've thought about giving this up. Many, no, no, don't, don't give it up, don't no, give it I, up. I thought, and, and it's these little... I'll do this if I'm only helping one person. So when if more than one person's contacting me and says, thank you, oh, it's going to keep me going. Poetry is the most underrated thing in the world, in my opinion. 100%. 100%. Like, it's, not, it's not like music and it's not like, oh, like this therapy and stuff, but it still can be used as therapy and stuff, you know? Well, well, this is why I read this one first because a lot of the set that I've done today, I've sort of put it in a almost in a story, like of, a, like your journey. Yes, my journey from leaving the army, and it gets very spiritual towards the end. 
there's a, a really powerful scene in, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Sound of Metal on uh, Amazon it's about a drummer who loses his hearing yes and um, he goes to uh, a re- rehabilitation place for deaf people so he teaches them how to use sign language he's really frustrated he's like I don't need to learn this there's surgery I can have you know all this sort of stuff and he's really angry and what they do is they, they give him a book and a piece of pe- uh, and a pen and in a bland office and they're like just sit and write if you want to and that really helped him just about to just sit and write you know it's very, it's very underrated that, that kind of yep. it is meditation it I is. think it was um, Kat Merrick who came on my show who does dance, yoga, meditation she's amazing I really do respect her and she came on and she said well podcasting is a, is a type of meditation yes, and I was like what and she was like well what you're doing when you're having this conversation is you are concentrating on the matter at hand and everything else doesn't matter outside that bubble yes, yeah, yes. My, it's mindfulness mindfulness well this is why I talk yeah. about it. I, people who get a bit put off when I say meditation meditation they're like, well, meditation and I'm like mindfulness meditation praying whatever colouring in it's, it's, it's all you want being to it. in the moment and concentrating yes. on what you were doing and, yes. and all the sensations that are happening around you. Yes, very much so. Well, this is what I was saying with the Unchained Wisdom platform. I want to sort of... This is what I was saying about in mainstream sort of medicine. It comes to a stop and it's like, there's your mindfulness, crack on now and be mindful. But I believe we can, if you want to, you can advance this. You can advance it just from mindfulness because from the cold sharing, the meditating, the breathing techniques, I've discovered some amazing things from within myself, which I never thought even existed. I just, oh, I just want to say well done. I know it's the most hardest thing to do while living is to find who you are. Yes, 100%. I just want to say well done for Thank making you. it. But this is, I want everybody to realise this is not a... This is not some sort of thing that just happens to the odd person. If we really want it deep down, we can all do this. That's a word. All do it. And we've got to come together. We've We've heard that before as well. We've heard that Morris, when we spoke to him, was like, everyone's an artist. Yes. Everyone is an artist. He's just finding out your art and then working with it, right? And uh, my response was, well, I've I've only been doing this for about four or five years now. If I'd realised I could do this when I was like 17, 18, I'd be... Bloody, you know, Jimmy Vaughan. <laughs> well, I've been listening to you, Alex, since you started doing the biscuit, and the way you have built this up and improved and got all your skills, and I'm just totally blown away. Aww, you, have, you have worked so hard at this, and you've Good. done brilliant. Oh, bless you! Thank you very well much, Jill. Yeah. Honestly, we do love what we do, and you know, it shines through the passion for this for me, and the same for your poetry. And me and Jill have worked at the prison. As a, it's a closed prison here. It's a tourist attraction. And we're actors there. And uh, what, what's happened over the years of us working together, we're almost like a family now. And that's because yeah. of the passion sh- shines through. And this is, this is it, right? You can find it in everywhere. Mr. Liam Tinsley in the background there. How's it going there? Hey, I'm going to get you on a microphone, whether you like it or not. Okay. All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> where do you go with this now? Where do I go? I've just started connecting with some mental health charities and I'd like to go down a bit of a mentoring route with it mate yeah bit of a mentoring what route what a great idea because I don't mind mentoring groups of people and I don't mind mentoring one person have so, you thought of having them published because you could perhaps do that to raise money for these charities I've already done it oh, oh, oh yeah I've already I've, publi- I've published two books yes. of poetry. Nice. I've sort of done it myself. It's like through the Amazon route. So I thought because I was new, I knew that 
these like sort of big publishers while going to touch me with a barge pole so I thought I'm going to go into it head first on my own I thought it's going to be the best opportunity let's exchange details after this right, um, and um, I would love to invite you onto my other podcast You Suck US UK because I feel like if your help it's a, it's, a, it's a transatlantic podcast with yep. me and my co-host in Vermont okay. if we can get your work to help people across the seas as well how good is that right? I think podcasting will be great for you sounds daft okay <laughs> but speaking to um, ex-squaddies people in your position and talking talking to each other about your experiences and how you've changed I think that would be a really good I feel like you have a story I feel like you have like a lot of stories about the army about like, yes. like outside of the army before the army of course no, yeah. definitely. There's, but well, this is I, I say to a lot of people who I speak to, I like this, my journey and how I've sort of dealt with things and how my thought process has changed. We'd have to sit here and talk about yes. me from like being three or four. Do it. Sorry, but it's, Do it, man. We've I've actually done a, a thing with a, a fella named Chris Mayo, a very intelligent man, and we did a right cast. We sort of called it a right cast and. We just talked about the meaning of life and basically he come from a sort of a teacher's background and he was even a vicar at one point. And obviously, and what the funny thing is, he's, he was my RE teacher at school. And, <laughs> and I said I'd got, yeah, I know, and I said I'd got no sort of spirituality in me. So I was the kid sitting there going, oh, this is all nonsense, sir. What the hell am I learning this? It's, and now I, I understand and I speak to him a lot and he's, he's giving me some cracking advice. Intergenerational uh, connections are very important. Yes. And I, I, all, I, I bang out about this on the biscuit all the time, is that I learn from the youth, the youth learn from me, I learn from my peers, my peers learn from yes. me. This, this is a symbiotic relationship that people don't understand. Yes, you yes, know? very you much. Speak to, you speak to granddad, 75, was in the war, 85, uh, probably. Um, but like, you know, and you're like, oh, granddad's droning on about his stories. You've been to war, you can now exchange stories. Yes. You yes, know, yes. it's one of those things that's well, really important. I used to see age as a bit of a barrier, yeah. but I don't anymore. I've made friends now who are twice my age, and then cracking people, mate. And and then I've met I've met people who are younger than me, and it's 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 a bit. At the end of the day, we're all one, aren't we? We're, yeah. we're all born from the same place, and when we die, we all go to the same place. Whatever you want to believe, whether it's in the ground or whether it's up there. You can learn something from everyone, Yes, of course you can. Everybody's got their own story. Yes, 100%. And that's what we're here for. There's a lady just walked up towards us and was like, oh, they're talking. She walked away. Um, It's fine now. We are the Shrewsbury Biscuits. We're doing our job. Um, Yeah, so I think you're fascinating. I really do think you're fascinating because you're not... I don't think you're doing this just for you. Obviously, you want to go into the coaching or to do, do, you know, mentoring. I feel like there's lots and lots we can all learn from, from you. So I wish you the... Honestly, genuinely, I really do thank wish you, you the best of luck with what you're doing. Thank Honestly, you. from my point of view, I just want to say thank you for your service. Honestly, I feel like, I feel like it's under-talked about for how, how much work the army actually put into this world. Yes. And it is, a, it is a real sacrifice because soldiers that come back off a battlefield that aren't necessarily killed, maimed or injured are still carrying those injuries around up here. 100%. You know? I'm a big believer now that nobody who's done the forces comes out without a mental health issue 
yeah. I, I, I actually will put that out there. Well, the, 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 I mean, that, that's the whole the whole army method, isn't it? Like I said, they turn you into a machine. Yes, of course. You wake up at six, you do PT, you go in the shower, you go and drill, you do this, that, the other. Yes. And by the time you come out of the army, you are now accustomed to the army ways, and it's very hard. So even before we look at what's happened in a battle or any traumatic situations, yes. you have been changed, you've been rewired, and it's very hard to fit back into society. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, this is why I wrote this poem about bayonet training. Because obviously, I, at that point, I wasn't really... I don't I don't think I was 100% aware what was coming. And then after bayonet training, I was like, I know what's coming there. Yeah. And you go on autopilot after that. Yeah. And you, it's, it's the routine that, that keeps you going, I think. Yeah. Do you have to make yourself sort of dead inside to, to do what you've been taught? 100% because you, when you're being told basically that you've got to go out and kill people and not no human wants to kill anybody. So you've got to drain yourself of all emotion, haven't you? Yes, of course. You become, you become hard-faced and you become a, a stickler for routine and that's why now I, I choose to be free as possible. Good. I don't like diaries, I don't like calendars, I don't like watches. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it, it, it is. I'll be there when I get there. So I don't walk to you. I was like, can you be there at one o'clock? You're like, oh, God. Yeah. So I had to keep asking <laughs> what the time was. I'm like, what time is it? <laughs> um, thank you very much. For, thank you for, for having me. I've been asking this question to everyone. If you could say anything to the youth, what would you say? To the youth? Yes. If I've got anything to say to the youth, I'd say, be yourself don't worry too much about rules as long as you're being kind and a good person nice and do you know much about bubbleology um <laughs> so shane our co-host was up at the car up at the castle and he's like i just spoke to the bubbleologist and we were laughing about the word bubbleology right <laughs> so we've been asking all of our guests it's a bit silly but can you say bubbleology three times really quick for us please we've all been doing it i promise you we've all been doing it Bubbleology, bubbleology, bubbleology. Yeah, see, that's, that that's, that's a world-class poet right there. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, I reckon you should. Okay, I'll yeah. have a go then. Bubbleology, bubbleology, bubbleology. Uh, You're better than me. Bubbleology, bubbleology, bubbleology. I've, I've seen the guy with the bubble machine going round. It's awesome. It's all steampunk. Have you uh, seen it yet? No, no, no. Ah, yeah. You got to look out for him. I'll have to go and have a look. That's uh, amazing. Thank you, Ellis, for chatting to us. Thank and uh, we're going to go now because we're going to speak to Get Your Wiggle On. They're waiting out here. But you've been fantastic. And, um, Thank you. If you're about still for a bit I'm going to come grab your card or anything like that because I would love to speak to you Same after right. this okay no, so okay. yeah of course thank you very much. well that was a fantastic interview I, I think you'll agree um, I want to say a huge thank you to our guest and of course this is a generic message that I've recorded for the end of every podcast I recorded on that day but we had such a great time every single podcast that we recorded was phenomenal Again, I'd like to say a huge thank you to um, Shropshire Festivals for inviting us to take part. We would love to be involved with any other festivals or events that are going on in Shrewsbury because that's our job, to illustrate the amazing things that Shrewsbury can do. And I think Beth and the team at Shropshire Festivals, they do a great job too. Again, I'd like to remind you guys, if you would like to support us, you can go to the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. That's our website, and our audio is all available on there, and there are ways to get in touch with us. You can also support us on social media. We are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with your friends, and um, we will see you guys next time. 
um, and uh, have a great day. Thank you very much. Peace out.